Hello and welcome to Music Maker San Diego, where we shine the light on local songwriters and their music, brought to you by Writers Round San Diego, a place where San Diego songwriters come together every Monday night at Park and Rec, presented by Acoustic Spot and hosted by Story and Tune. Visit writersroundsd.com for more info. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Anna Ballou. Welcome, Anna. Hello. Thank you for having me. I saw you at a, a recent Writers Round. I was very impressed, especially by the jazzy vibe in, in one mm. of your songs. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're originally from Missoula, Montana? That's right. Yep. That's, Anna. A, that's a small town, isn't it? A city? Yeah. It's fairly small. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's about 100,000. It's, I mean, it's big for Montana, but small for California. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great place, though. It's, um, it was a great place to grow up. I uh-huh. has a lot of outdoor opportunities, and it's just beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful place to visit. So when did you move to San Diego, and what was, what was it? I know it wasn't the affordability. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it that brought you to San Diego? Yeah. Um, so I had moved home because of COVID. I was working at the college that I went to in Walla Walla, Washington for a couple of years after I went to school. And then towards the end of my job, COVID hit, and I moved home. I had had big plans to move to New York and, you know, had, yeah, just had ideas of an exciting new place to move and then um, went home to kind of reevaluate and was doing kind of random odd jobs for almost a year. And then, and then it was winter in Montana, which is really dreary and gray and snowy, cold and snowy. And um, honestly, part of it was I had just gone through a breakup and kind of moved back home. I was living with my boyfriend and it was just kind of a hard time and I needed a change of scenery and some sun and I have some extended family here in San Diego. So I came here really just initially just to stay with them for a couple months and then I really liked it and decided to go back home to Montana and get a car and get all my stuff and move out here and do music for, I mean an attempt for a living, you know, mm-hmm. m- do music professionally. Yeah, I, th- um, I think people that come to San Diego just to check it out end up staying. That happened to me. Oh, my gosh. It's the typical story, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it kind of reels you in. Uh, now, your introduction to music as a musician started with uh, classical violin, mm-hmm. right, at, at age four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So classical violin for a while, um, toyed with a couple different instruments throughout elementary and middle school, um, played cello, played tuba for a, like a couple months in elementary school. That was a really funny time. <laughs> uh, I could play like one note and I quit that pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, and then I moved to bluegrass fiddle and that was kind of where I started um, learning basic guitar chords and my dad plays guitar too. So that was around the house. And then in high school, I started picking up guitar and just you know, learning basic chords and um, little finger picking mm-hmm. songs from Ultimate Guitar Tabs. Um, that was my go to. Um, yeah. And then was playing around town a little bit with a vocalist friend, and I was playing guitar and doing harmonies. And that was end of high school. So that was kind of my first. Um, set of performance experiences. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big jump from classical violin to 
playing yeah. the fiddle. Yeah. And bluegrass. Yeah. I loved it, though. I mean, I liked violin. I never really learned really well how to learn or how to read music. So most of what I played in classical violin was just by ear. And then I'm not even sure how I was exposed to the bluegrass style. Um, but once I got into that, basically how my teacher did it was she mapped out songs uh, just with like the string and then the a number for like the finger that you mm -hmm. use. Um, and it was just so much more relaxed and fun and not hyper-focused on form and perfection. And it was just, um, you know, these really upbeat, uh, fun songs. And I loved it. And it was, yeah, it fit much more with kind of how I wanted to engage with music versus the classical style. And, and your, your family, as, as a, a growing up, um, it was a musical, musical household, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. My dad has been playing guitar and singing for most of his life. And yeah, some of my earliest memories are me and my brother sitting on his lap and him playing Moon Shadow and all of us just singing along. Um, and yeah, we'd have, you know, dinner parties where family friends would come over and we'd all play music after dinner and... Um, my brother played some music for a while. He played guitar and also sings a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a pretty musical household growing up. Must have been fun. It was fun, yeah. Yeah, and I um, I just had a lot of fun learning songs on guitar and piano, too. I, I, I think this was kind of middle school and high school. I would just spend, um, you know, a day on the weekend going on YouTube and learning random songs on piano and just kind of getting lost in it and um yeah it was it was um a place where I felt very myself mm -hmm. and very um yeah I think I found some some good confidence as a as a kid through music now you're going to play uh, three original songs for us today tell yeah. us about the first one sure um so the first one I'll play is called bitter I wrote this back in September after doing solo gigs um, in the summer for a while and just kind of kept feeling an urge to write. And I had kind of toyed with writing for a while. I took a songwriting class in college and then did a little bit on my own. But pretty much my memories of writing since the songwriting class were I would have an idea, be inspired you know, put it into words and to music. And then I would hit a roadblock and I would just kind of stop. And then I would start a new song. And, you mm -hmm. know, that cycle of like five different little starts of songs. Um, and so this, this time in September, I just, it was like a Friday night. And I was like, I'm going to write a full song. And I did. And it was a great, um, just a great reminder of how important it is to like just sit in that really frustrated kind of messy place because then it starts to flow, you know, once you like come back to it. Um, so this one, yeah, this one was kind of a, a reintroduction into songwriting that felt, um, yeah, felt really good. And it's called Bitter? Bitter. All right, whenever you're ready. Okay, sounds good. Mm -hmm. 
Weekends were the hardest part I couldn't stay occupied Saturday morning was your favorite time of day We said goodbye for a reason At least I think we did But towards the end I couldn't remember why Looking back I'm trying to find Something to pull me through All I feel is aching, missing you But I want it to be To be bitter Sharing smiles at the coffee shop As if it was just us two Got lost in your eyes A shade of deep, deep blue So now I'm back at our same spot Same double shot Now I'm sipping alone Wouldn't it be nice to feel okay on my own Looking back I'm trying to find Something to pull me through All I feel is aching missing you But I want it to be To be bitter. Ooh, 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 I want to be bitter. Ooh, 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 I want to be bitter. Ooh, ooh, I want to be bitter. Um, do, you have you. Any, do you have any albums or EPs out? I don't, actually. That is the song that I'm working on recording, sort of working on recording right now. Um, but this is su- supposed to be my first single this year. That's my, that's my goal for my first release. Okay. Um, Looking forward to more. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Me too. Thank you. Um, you were a choir member back in, in school too, weren't you? For one year in fifth grade, yeah, it was kind of funny. It's it's interesting. I don't have a ton of memories from choir. Weirdly, I I remember enjoying it and kind of thinking like, I I have an okay voice. Like I I sound okay here, but um, for some reason I didn't continue with it. Um, but I was in acapella for four years in college, which was. Um, 
a super fun kind of communal singing experience. How do you think, or what kind of impact do you think choir and the acapella um, that you were doing in, in college, how do you think that impacted you to where you are uh, as a singer today? Yeah, um, I think for acapella, it was really beneficial to learn just the balance of being front and center and kind of developing your own voice through solos and learning to interpret a melody and a song in your own way and kind of um, learn how to deal with that spotlight and also to learn how to blend with other voices. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a real skill to learn to listen to what's happening around you. I mean, that's what people learn in bands. You, um, yeah, learn how to kind of play your part and then make sure that you're not overpowering, but listening for, you know, openings where you can put in a little riff or, um, in the, yeah, in the case of acapella, just making sure that you're singing in a way that blends with the group so that you sound as cohesive as possible. And, um, yeah, I think just learning that balance of when to step up and then when to step back, I guess, um, was really helpful. And it was, I mean, I'm, I'm just a super social person and with music, what brings me the most joy is when I can do it with other people. Um, so that was, yeah, just a really fulfilling time for me. And um, again, I think I needed like a communal setting to just kind of experiment with singing and music. Um, and in college too, I sang a little bit with uh, a funk band, just a funk cover band of students and that was just a blast every time. Um, and I actually sang with them this past weekend. They are, they're my age. So they're, you know, they live in Seattle and they're doing, they've got their own jobs, but the band is still going. And we all went back to Walla Walla this past weekend and um, Walla Walla, Washington, where I went to school. And they had a couple winery gigs and I got to sing with them for like an hour and a half on one of their gigs. And Nice. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw you post that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. Yeah, I, I mean, really, I, I've learned so much through these solo gigs at you know restaurants and bars, um, and what really fills me up the most is like feeding off of the energy of other people and playing with with a, a band. And um, yeah, it was a, just a really good reminder of like what is really fulfilling me for me in music so who who influenced you musically yeah um well so it started out as I said my dad played guitar and sang growing up so I was learning kind of the classic folk Americana songwriter songs like um you know songs by James Taylor and Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt and sort of the more finger-picking acoustic guitar styles. Um, and then in college, I was more exposed to soul and jazz, uh, kind of through some some music classes and then through the acapella group and this funk band and um, started singing a lot of Amy Winehouse. I love her. Um, 
And then Rachel Price from Lake Street Dive was a big one. I had a um, a mentor, family friend, uh, who passed away um, a while ago, but he he introduced me to Lake Street Dive and said that I had a similar kind of timbre as Rachel mm. Price, and that was a huge compliment at that time. And um, he was a huge supporter, so just kind of having encouragement from him and um, being exposed to different artists um, that he would recommend was really helpful. Um, yeah, so I would say those are some of my influences. Uh, you're listening to Music Makers, San Diego. I'm talking with Anna Ballou today. Uh, what's the next song you're going to play? Yeah, so let's see. Um, the next song I'm going to play is called Timeline. Um, so this is another breakup song that's basically just later in the process of a breakup. So um, Bitter was a little bit more recent uh, and then, or recent after the breakup. And then Timeline is kind of the struggle of still having big feelings about it, uh, you know, just as more time passes and realizing that grief is an ongoing process. So this is, uh, yeah, this one's called Timeline. I still wear your necklaces 
When did you uh, start writing songs? It's funny. I uh, recently <laughs> found this little piece of paper um, just going back through childhood stuff at home with little, like, kid scribbles, and the song was called... Um, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm forgetting the song name. It was just a corny little, like, love song, basically, um, just on some printer paper, and I think that was middle school maybe um but that was I think that's the only song that I wrote before um before college really I I mainly was just learning covers and um and then in college I took a songwriting class and wrote 10 songs within a semester and that was a ton of fun and after that kind of wrote on my own on and off and then this past fall, I got an opportunity to play a an original music gig at a open mic slash jam session, um, and so I wrote like six songs in a month just because I had said yes to this gig without having any material. So, <laughs> you know, nothing like a deadline to get your act together. Um, so that was the next kind of chunk of time that I was really deep into songwriting and. Yeah, since then it's been, um, I've been trying to do it consistently. Um, and of course, you know, with any craft, all the experienced people say, just keep doing it consistently, even when you don't want to do it. Um, you know, just keep that muscle up. And yeah, I've been trying to trying to do that and also trying to figure out when I need to take a break from it because sometimes it can feel like, I have to progress in songwriting and it it's this pressure of like I want this to be my career so you know I I can't take any breaks and um I think sometimes you kind of need to step back from things to have perspective and um also you got to you got to live so you have things to write about right. you know um do you do you have a, a certain theme you like to write about I know the last two songs were Breakup. <laughs> breakup songs. Yeah. So do, yeah. you, do you tend to lean towards, of course, not breakup songs, but like love songs? Sure. You know, honestly, I I feel the most inspired to write when I, and I think this is very normal, when I feel terrible, like when I have, when I'm in my lowest moments. Um, so, and I think, again, I'm I'm not alone in this. I, I feel like sometimes I can't really do anything but write and just kind of put put feelings into words and into melody and music um and so I have a lot of a lot of sad songs and yeah I mean some of it is um you know relationship related feelings or 
or just, you know, depression or like mental health related things. Or sometimes I'll have, um, you know, times after a therapy session where there's just, there's a lot. And I try to, again, make something that matches my insides, you know. So it's a lot of, uh, your writing tends to be experiences of yours. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you see in, in, in your life. Yeah, for the most part. And I'm trying to also approach songwriting as a as a storytelling, um, you know, craft where I can tell a story maybe about another person or like another character. And I think that's, at least for me, a helpful way to separate myself from the material because sometimes when it's so personal you get really attached to lyrics or to melodies or um, it makes it harder to kind of allow the song to evolve because you're so there's so much like weight mm-hmm. there um, mm-hmm. so yes it is mostly from my experience um, and I'm trying to employ the mindset of like having characters in songs and um, yeah, again, just having a little bit of distance from it so that I don't become so attached that it just becomes like static. Mm -hmm. And they all, the types of songs you're talking about, definitely relatable to to everybody probably, everybody that listens to it. Yeah. So what's the the third song you're going to play for us? So the third song is actually a co-write. Um, so I wrote this with a friend um, on a songwriting retreat that I went to about a month ago. Um, it was put on by Andrea Stolpe. She does, um, yeah, she does uh, workshops and is a songwriting professor and does these five-day retreats um, in various places around the country. But this one was in Yosemite. It was beautiful. Um, And yeah, we wrote uh, three songs throughout the retreat with a partner each time. And um, this one, I came to my co-writer with an idea, with a chord progression, some melodies and kind of, um, yeah, a concept and some lyrics. And then we worked from there. Um, So this one's called I Really Meant A Lot. sweater I remind myself to breathe just one thread away from bursting at the seams and I know that if I catch your eye it'll be the end of me why do I keep getting in my way feels like I can't stop It's the same old story every day But I don't like the plot When I said that I'm a little off I really meant, really meant a lot Walking through the streets 
Everyone knows something They're not sharing it with me They all have it figured out But I just can't see I know I keep getting in my way Feels like I can't stop It's the same old story every day But I don't like the plot When I said that I'm a little off I really meant What would me that I want to be Say if she could see me such a soothing voice you really do it's very nice <laughs> thank you uh, how can people find out where you're playing yeah i have a website um www.annablue.com um and then i on my website is a link to my instagram where i post my shows um yeah website instagram are the are the main uh avenues to find and, right and your music where can they find that is it on the, on the streaming platforms at all? Not yet. Um, yeah, I don't have anything uh, recorded. I have a few things on YouTube, but that's also on my website. Um, so a few original songs on YouTube, but um, yeah, don't have anything on the streaming platforms yet, but Bitter should be the first one that will... My goal is this year at some point, so um, definitely before... 2023 hoping okay. before, you know <laughs> hoping like sometime this fall um bitter will be will be out something to look forward to yes that's right uh thank you anna thank you for being on the show today i uh, enjoyed your uh, your music chatting with you thank continued you. success to you thank you thank you i really appreciate it thanks for having me that does it for this episode of Music Makers San Diego, brought to you by Writers Round San Diego, putting musicians' original stories and songs center stage, a place where San Diego songwriters come together every Monday night at Park and Rec, presented by Acoustic Spot and hosted by Story and Tune. Visit writersroundsd.com for more info. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.